If you ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Well, let me explain. First thing, it's totally free. Like, I mean, totally free. You don't have to pay for anything. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. So, so, so your mom can literally be the only one listening to your podcast and you'll still make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. If I make any stutters in this, ignore them, okay? This time, I was more excited about the interview, okay? Again, sorry about bad background noise. I'm going to mention that a couple of times. But thank you all for choosing to listen. Yeah, enjoy the podcast. Lee Shorten, thank you for coming on. Yeah, next week's guest is going to be a, a lady by the name of Sarah Valentine. She is a dialect coach. So, yeah, see y'all next week. Enjoy this episode. Have a great day. So this week's guest is an Australian actor best known for his work as Sergeant Yoshida in The Man in the High Castle, which is my favorite show, and as Walt Yoshida in AMC's The Terror Infamy. Uh, Lee Shorten, how how are you doing today? Hey, I'm good, thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me on, man. No, no problem. To be honest, I, I was really excited when when you agreed to come on. So yeah, I'm, I'm I might be a little nervous. I might stutter here and there, but I'm gonna try my best. So yeah. Um. Thank you. Um. So so tell us about yourself. So where do you live currently? Uh, at the moment, I'm split between Vancouver and LA. So I kind of uh-huh. have my time between those two places. Uh, what was it like mo- moving from Australia here to North America? Uh, it wasn't too bad, to be honest. I, you know, I traveled America a fair bit before I moved. And, uh, you know, I think up to there, there are differences, but overall, I think, you know, Canada, America, Australia have a lot of similarities. So it was, it was pretty, it was relatively easy. Uh, do you find things that us Americans do, uh, do, uh, do weird compared to what you guys do in Australia? Like, like, are there things, are there quirks that we have that maybe are a little off to you? Uh, I mean... Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you are are guns legal in Australia or are 
You're not allowed to have guns. No, no semi-automatic or automatic weapons at all. Um, and then even getting any kind of firearms is pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Are there a lot of ba- background checks and a lot of certification you need to have a lot of training? Uh, to be honest, I don't really know because I've never really looked into it. But uh, I assume, I assume, mm-hmm. like, no one I know except for farmers have guns. Ah, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I, I watched the, this really good movie a, a couple year, a year years back, okay? Um, the Rabbit Proof Fence. Or, yeah, The Rabbit Proof Fence. That that was a really good movie. I actually I watched it in, in, in school, uh, freshman year of high school. It, it was a really good movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is a good movie. Yeah. I'm surprised you guys watched that in high school. That's all. That's all. Uh-huh. That's cool. Yeah, I took a class called World Affairs, which which we like learn about different things that are happening throughout the world. And one of the, the units that we had was about the Aboriginal people in Australia and, and what they had to go through when the when, when the whites came came in um, and and families being being separated and how they were trying to breed the aboriginal people with with white australians to kind of to uh to kind of purify i guess australia yeah but yeah it it, it kind of reminded me of world war ii and kind of like what the nazis were doing trying to purify europe trying to 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 purify the Aryan race and all that, but yeah, I, I, Australia is a very cool country, and I think and I think the number one thing a lot of Americans think when when they hear about Australia is Steve Irwin. The the first thing we, we think of when when we think of Australia is Steve Irwin. I, I don't know why, but but just Steve Irwin is the first thing that pops at least into my head when I think of Australia. But yeah, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, obviously, that's a very dark part of history, but I'm, I'm glad that it's being taught and that people are aware because people should know, you know, because it was a pretty, uh, it was a huge travesty um, and a massive violation that people should be aware of. Yeah. Uh, before we, we continue, uh, people listening to the podcast, sorry if you hear like no, uh, noises in the background, cars and that. We unfortunately had to record this outside because of net, uh, network issues. We we had a little bit of trouble before this, get, uh, getting everything to work. So, yeah, we, we're trying to do the best we can right now. Yeah, let's go ahead and, and move on. So what inspired you to become an actor? liked film and TV, um, you know, like, like all of us, right? I, growing up, watching it, like Saturday morning cartoons, and, you know, I had a group of friends where we'd go to a movie every week and then go out, you know, drinking and talking about it. But, um, I did, for my liberal arts major, I did film studies, and that kind of really made me fall in love with it even more. And I'd been a lawyer for like five years, and I was very unhappy uh, doing that. I remembered sort of how much I loved film and TV, and then I thought, well, you know what, I should, I should give this acting thing a shot. Uh, did you do theater acting? 
Uh, I do do theater acting. I, I, I didn't really do it before. Film, film and TV acting was the first thing I did, really. And then, sort of as part of that, I got into all kinds of like voiceover and theater and, and everything. Uh-huh. Um, did you have any role models that maybe inspired you even more to pursue this acting career? He kind of acted as, as your father while, while while you were working in um during during High Castle. You 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 you, you can kind of see that. Yeah, you you can you can also kind of see that between Inspector Kido and Sergeant Yo Yoshida how Kido kind of took took uh Yoshida under his wing and kind of taught him everything he needed to know. Kind of. Kind of like raised him in this new society. After all, uh, Yoshida was originally in a, a Japanese American. To, to to the Japanese, he was a a traitor, per se. So so yeah. Kido kind of took him, kind of protected him, basically, in a way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. I'm glad that uh, I'm translated because that's kind of what we were going for, I think. So it's nice that that translated. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, so tell us about your other show, The, the Terror. What, what is that about? I've yet to watch it. Uh, funnily enough, it's also a period piece with genre mixed in, but it's more like horror history as opposed to like sci-fi history. And it's also set around the same time. It's about the Japanese American internment, and it's about a community who go to the camps and then they're being haunted by by uh, the ghost, by a Yure, by so. Uh, also funny enough, the character, your character in that show's name is, is also Yoshida too. Which yep. is, which is kind of, yeah. Yeah, and spoiler alert, he also joins the army. So, <laughs> so it's, it was, yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, maybe this, like, an, an alternate history to the man in the high castle, maybe. Maybe this is... It's, you know, it's funny because in doing my, my I often thought about that. Oh, you 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 kind of cut out a little bit there, but yeah. Am I am I frozen? You were, but now I think you're okay. Okay. Um. So, what made you want 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 to audition for Walt Yoshida in Terror? Uh, well, I I, I didn't actually audition for Walt. Um, Scott Free, who the producers behind Man in the High Castle were also the producers behind um, The Terror. And, and after I wrapped up on High Castle, you know, David, who, who works for Scott Free, uh, and I had been talking about what we could do next together because we both really liked to be together. 
and uh, just so happened that a couple of years later, this project came up, and it seemed like it might be a good fit uh, for both of us. So I was very lucky in that respect. Did they ever bring up that maybe the, the, this was an alternate history to the man in the high castle? Did you guys ever talk and joke around about that? Uh, we joked about it a little bit, yeah. But it's like, obviously that's not canon or anything, but yeah, yeah, we did joke about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because the funny thing was, there were plans to explore Sergeant Ishida's backstory a little bit more in, in high castle and delve a little bit more into the fact that He'd been in the camps and, and all that kind of thing, and then you know storylines change. Uh, so then, you sort of talk about how it was almost like a chance. Well, actually, it was a chance to tell the story we originally planned to tell on High Castle, just in a different way. Uh, what was Sergeant Yoshida's first name in High Castle? I don't know if they mentioned it. I don't remember. Did he have a? Did his character uh, have a first name? He did. Yeah, Ryuki. Ah, okay. Um. Why did he have to die? Why what? did he have to die? Yeah. Uh, How did Kido uh, manage to survive when everybody else died? But besides Frank Frank. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's tough, right? Because you, you know, I'm not privy to all the conversations that happened in the writer's room or the producer level, but, you know, you, you get to a certain point and obviously you need to have stakes in your story, like, especially, you know, remember around the start Game of Thrones was being, so, you know, audiences are really expecting deaths, mm-hmm. and, and it just came down to a conversation towards the end of season two of, like, they needed somebody to die, and they wanted someone to die who they felt that, that the audience would actually care if they died, as opposed to, you know, because they killed a lot of people, um, they killed uh, Hiro Kanagawa's character, they killed Tanma's character, and they killed my character. So there was just a sense they needed some emotional stakes. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, so somebody just walked up. Okay. Um, so what was your reaction when they killed off John Smith? I know that, that that was the one thing that everybody was talking about after season four was over. How, how, how... What, what, here, here, no. What, what was your reaction to what uh, Keto did? How about that? Yeah, yeah. What was your reaction to what Keto did at the end of season four? Uh, you know, I, I really liked Keto's season four. Uh, I, I think it was really like a nice. His character such a great turn to go from a guy who was who was in many ways so Japanese, but then spending so much time in America, it, it made him like really quite American. And, and I think he, he'd really come around and like how important family was. And he'd been through so much in terms of like losing Yoshida as like a surrogate son, and then being betrayed by his second surrogate son in season two. Um, and then to have his real son there, and, and to realize that it was a chance for redemption, I thought it was really well done. hmm They they also mentioned along with 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 Keto kind of more more dissolving into this American society. How how um Ad Admiral Inokuchi even told told him you you you, you gained an American accent um when you speak Japanese. Uh, yeah. 
So, yeah. What made you want to audition for High Castle? Did you audition for High Castle, or did you also manage manage to be given the role? Uh, no, I auditioned for that one, um, and I was very lucky there too, to be honest. Like, I I've been a fan of the book and been a fan of Philip K. Dick in general, like a massive fan. And then I I, you know, I was also a big Ridley Scott fan too. Uh, so when I heard that they were they were Ridley Scott was going to be Helping to adapt, I met the high castle. I called my agent and I said, "I like I have to be on this project, no matter how what, what role, no matter how tiny, no matter what. Just I just want to do it for like my own family sake." And so I got this audition for this character called Suited Man, and, and it was supposed to just be one episode. Um, and that was episode two where I give Joel the the film, and that was supposed to be it. That was supposed to be all I was supposed to do. Um, but I was very lucky in that. Um, Dan Percival, who was the, the lead director and the producer, really liked my take, and, and he really liked what I was doing on set. He just liked my take on the character, and he was like, well, well we, we, think, we think you have a lot of potential, so we're going to give you a name, we're going to actually bring you back, we're going to write a whole lot for you as opposed to you only doing this one episode. So I was very lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you think you would have been able to pull off Inspector Keto? Yeah, to be able to act as keto, if if, if they gave you, if they asked you, did you want to play keto? No, like no. I, I I would have been way too young for that. Mhm. Uh, how how old is keto in the show? I don't know specifically, but he must be. Because I think I think they said something like he'd been in in America for 10 to 15 years, and then if the war ended, like, what, 40, he must be, like, 50? 50? I think so, something, like, I don't really know, and it's actually, but... Okay. Um, he must be 40s, 50s, at least. Yeah. Um, do, do you think, uh, why do you think uh, Yoshida decided to to join the Japanese and basically be be behind the deaths of of, of millions of Americans after World War II and yeah why do why do you think he, he decided that he was gonna go ahead and and make the move to the the, the dark side or the other side? Do you, do you think he did that the same way? Uh, yeah, Smith? actually, we talked about that. Sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, okay. Oh, do you think he did it for the same reason Smith did it? And that he wanted to protect his, his, his family and protect and try to survive? No, we actually talked about this. And there was a monologue that got cut, the time concerned, and it's where we kind of explained a little bit about it. But, the theory was that, and you know, they explored it a little bit with with Sarah in season two as well. But there was the idea that you know Yoshida's family had been put in the internment camps, and that they'd been treated really badly. And then when Kido came and liberated them from the camps, um, he saw like young Yoshida and took him under his wing. And Yoshida was always driven from this place of like, like well. 
the Americans betrayed my family. Um, so I'll, I'll side with the Japanese to make sure that my family's never powerless again. So, so, so revenge, in a way. Well, I mean, I don't like to think about a revenge. I don't like to think about it as this idea of like, because he would have been so young in the games, right? He would have been like five, ten max. So I think less revenge, more just like, uh, it's when you're that young. I think he he saw the people who imprisoned his family as the bad guys. And so he wanted to be outside of the good guys, and he wanted to make sure people like him were never put in the camp ever again. Mm-hmm. So, so, so Yoshida was in his twenties in the TV show. He had to be in his twenties. So you see, he so he was a really young character. Man. Yeah, yeah, he would have been super young. Wow, and and to have this high of a rank in in the Japanese army. In the Japanese and and the, the uh, Kempe tide to have the, this high of a rank and only be in your twenties, that 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 that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, um, so so would you have if if you had the the choice? To let your characters survive the bombing, would you what you have went went through with that, and and allowed him to survive, or or, or would you have sided with 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 the writers and 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 said, hey, I th- I think that this is his time. I think we're gonna go ahead and let him let him die. I mean, it's it's tough, right? Because on a on a purely selfish level, of course, I didn't want to die because I love that show and I loved working with Joel. And, you know, and I did think there was a lot more we could have explored with his character, particularly, you know, being one of the very few Japanese Americans on the show. But then when you look at the flip side, it's like, well, the show isn't, you know, really about Yoshida. So you have to look about what's best for the Kido story. And in many ways, I think killing Yoshida was the best thing for Kido's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you think it made Keto a better person or a worse person? Uh, uh both. Both? Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, initially it made him a worse person because he goes on kind of like a crazy killing spree. At the beginning of season three. At the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, when you look at his full arc, I, I, think, I think it made him a better person. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you think uh, Yoshida would have been doing in an alternate uni- universe where maybe they had won World War II? What, what, what I think he, he, he would have been doing in the timeline of, of in, the, in, in the same time period as High Castle, as, as it takes place in High Castle? Yeah, if... If he had, I think he would have been. A, I think he would have joined the U.S. Army. I think he would have been part of the four four two, probably. Um, that's that's what I imagine. You you think he would have served in Vietnam, maybe, since that would have been taking place around that time. Well, well maybe, but I mean, there were so many casualties to the four four two. So I mean. He probably would have been lucky to be alive. He probably would have died. You, you think he would have also died in, in, in a way similar to how he died in, in there, 
timeline? Yeah, probably. Like, probably, like, the dying to save one of his friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, was, was his mother ever alive during, during when High Castle takes place? Did any, were, were any of his parents or any of his, did he have any siblings that were alive that, no, we talked about it. He really only had, had uh, uh, he really only ever talked about his father and his uncle, uh, um, no siblings, and then I, I assume his mother passed away in the camps, um, and his father. Then uh, again, yeah, this one prologue that got cut, but there was a sense that his father died in the camps, and his uncle actually joined the American army, was killed fighting in, in Europe. So. Uh, what was your favorite episode to do? Your favorite scene or episode? Yeah, to, to, to act in. Oh, um... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. There were a lot of good moments. Uh, a lot of good moments. Honestly, probably the one where we cut that huge monologue, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I had asked you. I forgot what the what the what the question was. I asked you this a, a, a months ago on Twitter. I, I forgot what it was. I'm trying to remember, but uh, but I I think it was about the cut mon a, a monologue. I I don't remember. I was gonna ask about it, but now I forgot. I should have ran it down. But um, yeah. Yeah, um, if you could have gone back and done something differently, if 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 you could have went back and if, if, if here, when watching the the, the the show over again, is there a scene that maybe you wanted to to, to do over again? Maybe like it was a fun scene to do, or 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 maybe you you didn't like how how it turned out and you wanted to go back and redo it, but you couldn't. The Last of Us Part Two. No, you you broke up a little there. Um, yeah. Did you did you play it? Are you gonna play it? Oh uh, oh uh no 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 my PS4 broke so I can't play it right now, but it sounds good so. Uh, it's it's I'm fun. Sorry. That yeah. Sucks. 
Are, are, are you getting the PS5 when it comes out? Uh, depends how much it is. It depends whether I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck without a job right now because of COVID and all yeah. that. Do you, do you have any secret projects that you are working on right now that maybe you want to give a little hint to? I'm writing a lot these days. Um, we're like currently trying to shop a couple of pilots and a couple of features, but you know, nothing on the act front really. I was supposed to be shooting a movie, uh, which I can't really talk about, but again, yeah. that's on hold indefinitely because of uh, Corona. So. Okay. Do you think there will ever be a High Castle video game? And if so, would you play it? Um, I mean, never say never, right? To make games of a lot of things. Would I play it? I mean, probably. Just to check it out. <laughs> I mean, we have a sort of a similar game of Wolfenstein. I don't know if you played it, but but but, but that's a good game. It has this... Yeah, it has the same premise. We we lost World War Two, except the Japanese also got taken over by the Nazis in that game. The whole world is taken over by the Nazis in that game, which is kind of not not very realistic, but but makes sense somewhat. Um, what 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 character would would you play as in a High Castle video game, if there was a High Castle video game? Uh, probably Keto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd, I'd probably play a play as John Smith, but, but that's also because he's my fa- favorite character. No, no, no offense, I'm sorry, but, 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 uh, but, uh-huh. um, but, but yeah, did you ever get to take some inspiration from, from Rufus during filming? Did you ever get to talk to Rufus and get any stress strategies that he had with acting or maybe any tips you got from him? Yeah, unfortunately, I never got to work directly with Rufus. That, that would have been amazing. Um, but, you know, the cast, we used to hang out a lot, mm-hmm. obviously, when we could, when we were busy. And, you know, there were days we were on set together, but, you know, we weren't working directly together. Rufus was always generous with his time, too. And, and certainly, talking to him, and just observing him uh, a lot, like a lot, a lot. So, well, Rufus is also a very complicated person. He is very, he he has many. I I, I know how to. He, he is a very complicated person to understand. I mean, he is. He seems like a very nice. Yeah, he. I'm, I'm, I'm. Maybe I'm wrong, but but in, in my opinion, he seems like a very a very. A complicated person and has a lot of personality to him, and I, I don't know. He's he he, he 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 is a very good good actor in general. You you, you are too, but yeah. No, thank you, Rufus. Yeah, Rufus is very good. Joel, everyone. Um, it was really. It's a rare thing to get to work with that many skilled veterans that early on career and it told me a lot you guys deserve an emmy and the entire high High castle community all the fans agree with me on that that you guys all deserve emmys 
Okay, you you guys have gotten a, a, a nominations, but never seem to win. You guys need to win these, okay? Maybe we. You. It's just I, I don't know. Um, is there one TV show or one movie that that you would love to act in? Um, I mean, I think everyone wants to do a Marvel movie at some point. <laughs> but also, I, I, I'm very interested in this uh, this Last of Us series that they're doing on HBO with, with Neil and Craig. So that would be something that I think would be pretty cool. I, I, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, man. I mean, it's only in development right now, but um, yeah. HBO's doing a uh, Last of Us series, and Neil Druckmann's involved, and Craig, who, who did uh, Trouble, so I'm sure it's going to be a hell of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you have any tips for maybe future actors or, or, or future directors that maybe want, want to get into the, the movie or TV show industry? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're not very exciting tips, but it's like anything, right? I mean, you got to work really hard um, to be good at what you do and then obviously be a good kind professional person but I think the biggest thing about um, you know our, our profession is because 99% of it's rejection you just have to be mentally prepared for that you, you have to be prepared for like a lot of no's a lot of nothing a lot of just brutal rejection Mm-hmm. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 was it hard to get started as an actor? Uh, I mean, look, again, I'm very lucky because it can, it, it can be very hot. Um, it's, it's a very space industry, but not in a way of like, Everyone always thinks, I mean, superficial, like you have to be good looking, which is not the case at all. But you have to have a look, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to look like something. And I got lucky in the sense that when I started out, there weren't very many agents my age with my look trying to do it. So I could cut through a lot of that noise very quickly. Um, but that's not always the case. So it can be very hard. Mm-hmm. Um... So are you so so? What part of Asia are are are, are you d- descended from? I'm 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 just asking because, yeah. What are 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 you Japanese? Maybe that that's why you were able to get the role as as Yoshida because he was also Japanese or. Oh, actually, a mix. I'm uh I'm part Korean, part Japanese, and a little bit Chinese. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't have any any, any more questions. Again, it, it was a little bit of a choppy and and an interview and tech problems, but yeah, uh, uh, thank you for coming on. Um, I'm gonna let you go. Go enjoy your day. Stay safe, and yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to see every every all all, all your new projects. Yeah, I'm 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 excited to to see your your new projects and that. And everything that you're doing. So, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thank you. I have 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 a great day, and yeah, stay safe.
Okay, bye. Okay, this was an interesting interview. Um, yeah, I want to thank, thank y'all for listening. I know it was a little choppy, but thank y'all for listening. Go, go ahead and click that subscribe button or whatever you have to click. And I'll see you all in the next episode. Again, sorry we had to record it outside, but we had to do it. Um, but thank you all for, for listening.